You're watching the Eighth Bitochon podcast, and we continue in the Altar of Novartic in the third chapter of Madrigus Adam in the chapter of Bitochon. And we're going to go back one cha- one paragraph to the beginning of the chapter. This is what the Medrash says. The angel called out in his dream to Jacob. The Medrash tells us that the angel called out to him and to all generations. Every generation has somebody who's on the level of Jacob. Now, the altar tells us in regards to the level of Jacob, in a very high level of Bitochon. To the point where all of nature was completely subjugated to him. With all of Lavan's wiles, all of his trickery, he could not cause Yaakov a loss at all. All of Laban's efforts couldn't accomplish anything. Even though if everything would have run naturally, Laban would have won. He would have won out. But since nature also uh, was subjugated to the will of Yaakov Avinu, to his benefit, therefore all the efforts of Laban did not have any effect at all. Even though from a natural standpoint, things should have helped him. The name of Erebatayra, we find that it's clear in the Torah that Lavan changed his paycheck ten times. This was part of the trickery of Laban. After he already said, said to him that that the animals that have stripes on them, those are the ones that will be your paycheck. He changed it from that after the animals had already conceived Linakudim and changed it to the ones that would have spots on them. Since Laban thought that for sure he understood that from the fact that the blessings were coming upon him because of Jacob, he knew that already. So he also knew that God was on his side. So if he would say that all of the animals that had stripes on them would belong to Jacob, so many of those animals would indeed get those stripes. So he figured once they already have the stripes, once they're already conceived, so now I can switch what I'm going to pay him, and I'm going to end up with the, with the most. So at that point, he switched it to, to the spotted ones. With his mind, he judged. That once they already had been conceived as the ones with stripes, they couldn't change at that point to have dots. And now by him changing the payment to Jacob to now be with spotted animals, he certainly will benefit. He, Lavan, will certainly get it. And not Jacob. But the truth is an amazing thing. And that is that the actual nature of the animal in utero changed. 
based on whatever Lavan said is going to be the paycheck for Jacob. Even after the conception of the animal, it changed from striped to, dot, to spotted. Whatever was the current thing that it was supposed to be, that that would be the paycheck of Yaakov, that's what the animal changed to. The Ramban explains this clearly on the verse. On that verse, even after conception, the animal changed for the benefit of Yaakov. That's in Genesis chapter 31, verse 8. So now, what do we see? What was the level of Yaakov Avino, of Jacob? He had such a powerful trust in God. He was completely dependent on God in his mind. Sha'af and his heart, right? That's, that's uh, an important factor here. We need an intellectual, emotional. That even though Lovin kept changing the paycheck, and also after the conception of the animals, he understood what was the intent of Lovin. He was changing it from the way it was before. Exactly like we said, Yaakov understood that. Yaakov understood that Lovin was doing this because he thought it couldn't change. Nevertheless, each time Jacob agreed to whatever Lovin said. He had amazing strength in his bitachon and his faith in Hashem that he would not lose anything. That the color or the stripe, whether it has stripes or spots or whatever, that will not affect him. He won't lose out because he completely trusted in Hashem. He was absolutely positive that his bitachon that his trust in Hashem would cause that everything would be turned, everything would be bent to that which would be for his benefit. He wasn't inspired, he wasn't excited, he wasn't worried. Even if he changed the terms ten times, because of his incredible level of trust in Hashem. And it makes sense that this is what our sages were hinting to in their statement. So he says an amazing thing. This is one of the foundational concepts of the of the Alter Navarik's Shita, his opinion in regards to Bitachan. And that is that when Chazal say that the Malach spoke to Yaakov, and Chazal say to him and to all generations, what is the idea? Ratsu this was to teach us. That it's possible for every person, all people in all generations, can reach this level of bitachin and Hashem, of trusting in God, without having to do any efforts. And just like the, the sheep changed, their physical reality changed, as a result of Yaakov Avinu's bitachin, as a result of his faith in God, his absolute stalwart trust in Hashem. So a miracle, miracles occurred, and therefore, these can also occur for us. 
Now he takes us on a little bit of a, a detour. He says, this is uh, many people ask. If Yaakov Avinu was so sure about his, his, his faith in God was so strong to the point where he had miracles that things were changing, then the actual physical nature of the animal was changing. We find the verse tells us that he took these uh, pieces of wood that had on them spots or stripes, whatever it was, and he showed them, he put them in front of the, the eyes of the female sheep as they were about to be impregnated. So, so why did he do that? What was the idea behind it? So classically, this is just important to understand, classically uh, we find in Chazal that whatever a woman sees right before she conceives, or in this case an animal, a female animal, whatever they see, it affects the uber, it affects the fetus, what it will look like. And of course, uh, we don't know today, we, we know it has to do with the genes, but perhaps it is affected by, by what, what is seen. We know that often a child looks like the husband. Why would that be? Because that's who she sees. So this is what he did. He put these pieces of wood that had spots or stripes on them. But why did he do that? Why did he do this? If he trusted in Hashem, why was he trying to play with it? There's no greater effort when you talk about, if you want to talk about putting an effort, maklus, putting these things in front of the animals is clearly an effort that would according to the science of the time at least, and perhaps even could be it's it's true even today, it will affect what the what the animals look like. It seems like he was doing something in order to benefit himself. He was doing a shtadlis, he was doing some kind of effort. If it's true, like we're saying, that each time it would change for the benefit of Yaakov. So, it's going to change anyway, so why did he bother to do it? This happened after the... It was changing afterwards. It was changing after the animal was conceived. Then it's certain that it's not going to help anything to do some kind of natural uh, putting this this piece of wood in front of the animal. In any event, we need to understand why would he do it at all? On his level, he shouldn't have done anything. He shouldn't have put in any efforts. It's completely unnecessary for someone who has full bitachan in Hashem, who has full trust. What does it help him since it's against bitachan completely? As the altar says consistently, when a person is involved in a shtadlis, it takes away from the bitachan. And certainly in, in the story of Yaakov Avinu, where things are going to get switched around, and he keeps agreeing to it, so each time he gets switched around, he's going to have to have that amazing, powerful bitachan. The shtadlis, the efforts that he puts in, takes away from that powerful bitachan. Amnam zamuvan af rishon. But he says that we can understand this even at first glance. It can't be, says 
says uh, the altar that Yaakov did it in order to try to get things to move in a direction that he wanted that would be for his benefit. And he was trying to get the animals to have that kind of the spots or the whatever it was that he needed it to be for his benefit. And if he hadn't done that, then Lovin would have benefited and Yaakov would have lost out. How could Lavan not have noticed or realized that Yaakov was doing such a great uh, trick? He kept changing things and changing things. He kept trying to, to figure out ways to trick Yaakov to take away his paycheck. Certainly, it can't be that he would have been okay with Yaakov doing, putting these these pieces of wood in front. So it can't be that there was any benefit for Yaakov by placing those maklis there. They were not to his benefit. The maklis also had many different colors on them. It had um, the the colors on these sticks had colors that were good for him. The, there were some sticks that were spotted, some sticks that were that were that had lines on them, that stripes. Right? It wasn't considered. It wasn't considered something that was trying to help him. Some kind of efforts that he was making. And even if it would have helped to to give him the advantage, it wouldn't have helped anyway because he kept changing that which is going to be the payment. It can't be that that was the purpose of them. He kept changing it many times. He couldn't have, he wouldn't have been able to choose, even if he was using the maklis. He wouldn't have been able to choose anything that would help him. He kept changing it after. What did he need it for? So we've run out of time, but I, but the answer that he gives is that it was part of his efforts. Yaakov Avinu, because of his bitachon, because of his amazing, powerful. Trust in Hashem, and this is an important point. He wasn't afraid to do that which was good for Lavan. He was putting up those maklos because that would cause the animals to produce better. It would, it would heat, the, heat up the animals. It would cause them to go into heat. And it would cause them to be ready to, to be impregnated by the male animals. So he was actually doing something which was simply his own job. He was just doing that which was appropriate and correct in order to excuse me, make sure that the animals would be ready to be impregnated. So he was doing his job. Lavan was not a good guy. And Yaakov knew that. Lavan was trying to trick him. But Yaakov was so strong in his bitachin that he didn't withhold himself. He didn't hold himself back from doing his job properly for the very person who was trying to trick him. He knew. And this is a foundational idea. When someone has proper bitachin, they know that that which is going to come to them, that which is coming to them, they're going to receive no matter what. No matter what, they're going to get it.
And so, they remain steadfast in their bitachon, and they're not afraid to give benefit to a person who seems to be causing them a loss. Amazing thing that we learn from Yaakov Avinu. Thank you so much for listening. I want to remind you, bitachon group is meeting. Uh, probably will be the last time before Pesach. We'll be meeting on Sunday for the men, on Wednesday for the women. For more information, reach out to me, arigoldwag at gmail.com, or the Bitachon group at gmail.com.